From the shores of the Colorado River on the beautiful Parker Strip, you're listening to the Parker Livecast. Now, so uh, this is the Parker 250. Yep. Uh, best in the desert. It's the GMZ UTV Winter Nationals. Yep. And they, they're calling it the Casey Folks Parker 250, which I think is cool because Casey, of course, who passed away last year. Yeah, at this event. Uh, at was it this? Yeah, yeah it was. It was, was at this event. Yeah, it's tomorrow morning, a year ago tomorrow morning. Wow, I could not believe that news when I heard it. I remember Nobody getting could. Yeah, I remember getting that call just thinking, oh, my God. Yeah, you know, and, and he was in shape. You know, it was one of those guys. I mean, I, I think he, you know, I don't want to say how healthy he ate, yeah. but it wasn't wasn't like he was gluttonous or eating really bad things. I mean, the guy was in he shape. He was like always a, on the go. He, he wasn't was, a huge guy? No, he, you know, it, I, I don't know. It was one of those, you know, it's crazy you never never know in this world you never know so yeah so casey has been uh, gone for almost a year and this event uh now being called the casey folks parker 250 presented by polaris so that's happening i guess later on today there'll be some events or something yeah so um <clears throat> contingency tech inspection down at the casino that starts uh, this morning here shortly um this afternoon though they've got uh, the kids races and the little kids 170s mm-hmm. uh, razor 170s uh, those are happening out there by i guess they call it the python but uh, out there at the main pit and then uh, they've got a short course race which uh, um, it's a, a shortened track like 10 mile loops 10 12 mile loops and uh, there's some different type uh, UTVs that race on that they're Polaris's but um, they're specifically made to race on shorter tracks so right that race is uh, this afternoon as well and then uh, yeah. now let me as a complete outsider to motorsports of any kind um, and I think that's a kind of a I mean, it's interesting because I watch something like the Parker 250, and I think, ha- is it just me, or has it changed a lot in just the past, like, decade, where it used to be about, like, you used to see a lot of quads, right? Yeah. And now it's a lot more like the Razors and UTVs. Yeah, and it's the industry as a whole, and this one's, you know, you look and there's like a handful of motorcycles racing, and they race in the morning tomorrow, and then there's like hundreds of UTVs, and uh, it's even me, like, you know, the industry's evolving, just like we talked about radio and media and things like that, and you look at entries and, and trophy truck, which is the other class I run in, I mean, they're, they're still strong with 50 entries, but some of the other classes have gone away, and now you've got hundreds of UTVs entered in these races, and uh it's been a big industry shift and it's right. uh yeah you're yeah. right i mean the the atv industry is dead it, it's dead um motorcycles are still strong um but they're hurting a bit but utvs are just it's taken it's off. taken off so uh and for people who now so we're talking like people even know what a utv or an atv is yeah so I, and of course most people around here do because we have such a culture of you know off-roading and and the whole thing but even so i'm talking about the casual user right like the, the casual like we, we all have friends around here who have razors but what's amazing is i'll still talk to people who have no connection to you know, desert anything or anything like that. And they're like, what's that thing? They really still don't know what a UTV is. So what, what would you say? It's a, what does U stand for in, in UTV? Uh, utility. Oh, utility. So U- you, utility terrain vehicle is what it is. So. Okay. So it's got four wheels. Yeah. It's got like multiple seats, not just one. You don't ride it like a motorcycle. You sit in it like a car. We, we have the joke, the inside joke. It's a golf cart, right? But it, we know it's more than a golf cart, but it's. When I first saw them, that's what I said. Yeah, I said, that's an off-road golf cart. Yeah. That's uh, it's like people joke. They go, oh, you raise golf carts now. <laughs> 
so. That's awesome. Yeah. But, um, I mean, around here, I see a lot of the... Um, all right, so I'll, I'll tell you as little as I know. I see a lot of uh, Polaris, right? A lot of uh, Razors. I see a lot now of the Can-Ams, mm-hmm. uh, which I call canned hams yeah. But uh, you know what I mean? I see a lot of those everywhere, uh, which are kind of lower slung, like a little bit sleeker maybe. it's. I wouldn't even think that that would be an advantage off-road wouldn't you want some ground clearance? Yeah, they've got their advantages, and uh, as you speed, see, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and you know, they've come into the market. Um, I mean, Can Am's been around for a long, long time. It's the same company as that makes Sea uh, Okay. So, yeah, Can Am and it's Bombardier. I Bombardier, think it's, yeah, right? It's same company, right? Yeah. So they've been around for a long, long time. I have a lot of friends. This is a weird point, but I have a lot of friends work for Bombardier uh, in the aerospace. Yeah, division. in the aviation, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a massive company. Huge. Um, but yeah, they they uh, they've had UTVs for a long time, but uh, here about uh, 12, 18 months ago, they really. Polaris is the ten thousand pound, you know, right. gorilla, right? And I, obviously, I've got the Polaris sweatshirt on, and I'm I'm a Polaris representative. But they, you know, Polaris dominates the market. They still do. But Can Am came in, and and finally, somebody challenged Polaris. And so it's actually been a really good thing. They've come in. They spent a lot of money, you know, on the racing side, but on the vehicle side as well. And, uh, you know, and, and you know, I, I know Polaris well. I've been in the business meetings. And it's good for an industry to have competition. You know, it really is. You know? I think and, so. And uh, I, I think it's been amazing for the UTV industry because, you know, they've come in and challenged Polaris. And Polaris is still on the top, but it, it's also, you know, Polaris isn't allowed to sit back anymore. They've got to right. push. Right. So it's it's been really, really, inter- you know, interesting the past 12 to 18 months. And Yamaha's got an investment. You've got uh, Arctic Cat. I guess they changed their name to Texeron. Um, they've got an investment. You well, know, so I was so going to mention Arctic Cat because I do see those as well. What company is that? Um, they just got bought out by a company called Texeron. Texron, Texron, yeah, they've. I I don't know that like Texron makes some some kind of vehicles I think overseas too, and like I don't know, it's it was a. They make know. a lawnmower and now they yeah. now they're in the racing business. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting now. So when you think about, I don't know, this all seems very connected to me to racing because of the area that we live in, but I'm sure that's not necessarily the connection that most people would make with like let's say uh let's say someone buys a razor in mid- somewhere in middle america and they've never been to a race ever you know and don't think about racing ever um that it's almost like the equivalent of i mean it's sort of exactly like someone buying a a, a ford truck who doesn't care what ford is doing in the latest race rally racing right yeah or whatever yeah, well, and, and that's what's funny. I mean, UTVs are—they've become the past couple of years too. There's series that are popping up all over the country. I know, uh, you know, I've obviously I race best in the desert. I also race a series called Terracross. Um, we race uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. This mm-hmm. year we're going to be in Pennsylvania, Minnesota, uh, Indianapolis. Um, so yeah, Ohio, I think we've got around there. I mean, so the, those are springing up. I know they just announced a big thing with global rally cross. So they're literally going to have 10 rounds coast to coast and some races in Europe this year and mm. razors. So, I mean, it, it's, 
um, yeah, it's it's spreading. You like know? you say, it's take it's taking off. It's it's taking off. It's you know it it's the spot. And you talk to anybody in motorsport or you know anybody in action sports or you, UTV. That's that's the space everybody wants to be in. They want to right. be aligned with somebody and somehow have an involvement because nobody saw how big this whole UTV thing was going to get. You right, know, ten right. years ago, I think you know there nobody really saw it coming, and now it's like, oh man, like it's kind of like Bitcoin. It was there. It, it's <laughs> UTVs are like the Bitcoin, right? It started out and everybody goes, oh, this is cool, but it's really not going to go anywhere. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden, 10 years in, you're going, man, this thing's big. And how big is this bubble going to get? Right. And I think that's where we're at, you know? And it's like, even with Bitcoin, I'm looking at that going, oh, it's at 15,000 today. But, you know, they're saying it could be at 100, you know? And it's like UTVs, it's like really big, but I think it can get bigger. So someone who buys a UTV now for, you know, recreation and, and uh, having fun in the desert and all that, what would I mean? What would the equivalent have been twenty years ago if they, you know, so, a rail, uh, so, some kind of? Uh, yeah, you could have bought a buggy, I guess. I a mean, dune buggy. Yeah, you could have bought a dune buggy. Um, I don't know, maybe a jeep. You know, certain jeeps. Right. I mean, you know, a lot of people had quads at the time. I mean, there there really was an equivalent, and I think that's that's what's great. Like you go, and, it's a new uh, category. You know, I absolutely love it. Like, you go to Quartzsite, and they've got, you know, the snowbirds. There's, you know, people there. And I know you, you have a lot of snowbirds that listen into this, but it, it's been phenomenal. Like, here, here's some people that are, you know, that are in their 70s and 80s who probably wouldn't get out in the desert as much. Mm-hmm. And it's given them access to go out and explore and, you know, right, and, right. and uh, go out and adventure. And I think that's really cool because there's that whole segment we don't even talk about. We talk about the racing, but it's allowed people like that to experience, you know, what we have out here in the South. Southwest, who yeah. you know, they never would have been able to before. Yeah, and I loved my Jeep. Uh, what's interesting, though, is during the period of time that I owned my Jeep, and people are still very, you know, of course, d- devoted to Jeep and and uh, all of that stuff. But I remember thinking, oh, you know, when I first saw the 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 Razor, thinking, wow, this thing, it's smooth, it's fast, you know. It, it it really can kind of go anywhere, you know, so you're thinking, okay, man, this is very compelling. And so for people who do want to get out off the off the, the highway, so to speak, and do their thing, uh, you really can't beat them. And so, you know, I don't know. I guess I wonder where it's all going. I mean, is there obviously UTVs aren't going to go away anytime soon or be replaced by anything. But uh, the latest evolution, like, you know, I guess the evolutions might be in speed. Or in in what capability? Yeah, I think you know, and we're making small increments now. I mean, I can tell you, uh, I was at the Polaris dealer show in July, and they just debuted a new uh, new vehicle, and it's you can buy one here locally, you know, at any of the dealerships now. But it's called the Dynamics, and they're literally now it's to the point where. There's some kind of law in place where the engines can't get any bigger than they are. So they're turbocharging them and, you know, but we're at like 170 horsepower in UTVs. Like they don't weigh anything. You don't need much more than that. Trust me. I mean, <laughs> I, I, you can get into a lot of trouble, you know, so capability. Yeah. The suspensions are getting a little bit better. The brakes are getting a little bit better, but now they're bringing in automotive electronic technology. So these new dynamics, they literally have a complete computer screen in there and all the suspension is electronically dampened and in the steering, the suspension, 
the brakes, the acceleration, they're all tied into the, uh, this module, and it can adjust the suspension on the fly as you drive and stiffen wow. and um, you know and loosen up. So yeah. it helps prevent rollovers, you know, and because it knows when to, you know, if you start to go like that, it can tighten up one, you know, one area of the car, and and so now we're seeing like automotive, real true automotive technology come into the UTV space. Stuff that they'd put in vehicles that you buy that you buy and drive drive on the road yeah uh safety features and, and a lot of other things yeah, yeah so that's crazy yeah. well i and i mean i guess it, it comes down to you know how how much do you want to spend i mean you you yeah. really can spend uh as much as you know you could a couple three four highway vehicles you yeah, know and I, I you know i know you can get upper 20s you know from a, a you know a polaris razor from the factory and i know the the competitive makes are you know similar ballpark uh the good thing about you know them and us in arizona is is they're street legal so i know a lot of people in park who have one car for their wife and they've got a utv and they can use it on the weekends but it's also their daily driver around town right yeah a lot so, of people a lot of people around yeah, here drive those around town so we're, we're fortunate in that where it can double as a second car so then you've got your recreation toy and you know something I think I posted uh, on Parker Live, I think it may have been Thanksgiving weekend uh, or one of those other weekends. It's almost like, you know, Thanksgiving in Parker, and it's a picture of Circle K gas station (laughs) with just nothing but UTVs, you know. And it almost looks like something out of, I mean, I'm sure to people elsewhere in the country and stuff, it just looks outrageous. Like, what is going on there, you know? Parker is unique that way because, I mean, people do... They 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 double down on the lifestyle, you know, in a way that <laughs> elsewhere you just yeah. it's too diluted, you know. Yeah, and it's like I I go to every year they've got an event over Halloween weekend called Camp Razor out at Glamis, and uh, it's just basically a big Razor meetup of everybody, you know, in the Razor culture. And uh, you go out there, and there's literally like seventy thousand Razors. <laughs> <laughs> you can get lost. Like, literally, you have to have a, a map, you know, to where you're staying in your camper. I mean, it's just, it's madness. But like you said, it's just like, wow. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so the race uh, the race event starts pretty much later today. I see George Antill is doing some live coverage starting this afternoon. Yeah, I think that's on Facebook. If I remember correctly, he calls it like Dirt Live 2 or something. He's got some kind of live coverage. I don't quite yeah. know how extensive it's going to be. But... Well, where I would send people to get started with all of that, is the uh, Best in the Desert webpage, which is bitd.com, and then they've got everything there. There's a live stream link here uh, from livestream.com. And then Saturday's Motorcycle Quad and UTV Races live stream, they've got another event for that. So uh, and live tracking too. Is that new for this race, or have they always done? No, a we've bit had of live tracking where uh, yeah, you can click click the map and um, now here, can... I have I have one more question about the racing stuff, and that is Parker for uh, the Parker two fifty, and I'm just talking about the local races, just because you know of course these are entire series that go on all, all over the place, but uh, for for locals here and for people who come to Parker, um, the Parker two fifty. Uh, has always been the smaller of the of the two kind of start of the year races here, start of the calendar year mm-hmm. races. So you park 250 in January, followed up really quickly by the Parker 425 at the beginning of February. So it's like a month apart. And uh, the, the February race was always the much, much bigger race because yeah. they were big trophy trucks and everybody wanted to see trick trucks i guess they call every you know these all these classes of giant like monster vehicles rushing through the desert and people are very attracted to that do you think with the energy behind utv that that this first race the parker 250 could ever 
could ever rival the Parker 425 for uh, interest or for like. Uh, I don't know. Entry, I mean, you're a, tr- you're a truck uh, entry dr- numbers. R- it, it could I could see it eclipsing the 425 with the actual sheer entry numbers. But I think you know, and, and we've seen guys like Robbie Gordon. He's racing this weekend, and uh, some of the big names. Rob McCachron is toying with the idea of building a UTV, and there's some legendary off road guys that are now in UTVs. But I think there, there's just something for, from a fan perspective. I mean, about 800 horsepower trucks and then these massive name drivers. And, you know, so I don't know that I see it eclipsing it. But I think one thing that people ought to note, and this is a, this is a feather in Parker's cap, mm-hmm. most events combine UTVs and then the car and trucks. They put them all together. They put them all together on the same race weekend, right? And uh, they claim, oh, we had 300 entries. You know, we're such a big race. And then, you know, and you look at Parker and you get 200 entries from, uh, you know, the car and truck race. And then you get, you know, we probably get about 200 for this race. If you combine the two like everybody else does, we'd probably be the biggest race, off-road race in the world. Right, right. So, you know, and I, I think that people lose sight of that. This Between these two races, ours are so big, we've got to split them apart. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, and people don't think about that you know and yeah. i do and i'm like look hey we, we've got something really special here in parker it's a good point yeah and, and this is a town that's known for its racing and its association with racing and of course you guys go way back uh the beaver family too with racing and, and all of that and so yeah it's cool stuff man and uh i'm excited uh people who want to know more can uh get onto the website bitd.com that's best in the desert yeah. 